0: Do you want more sales during the holiday season? We're going to give you some tips on how to get those sales. Hi, my name is Mike. And I'm Jen. And this is the Pickers Podcast, and we're episode number 33. I can't believe it already, 33. This episode, we're going to give you some tips, eBay seller's guide to the holiday season success. So we're going to have six tips on what you can do to increase your sales, hopefully increase your sales. So. But before that, Jen, do you want to give some sales updates that you have going on? I would
1: love to. So, Mike, I think I found my new favorite thing, and I guess you're probably never going to imagine what it is. A free pile. (laughs) We seem to have a lot of free piles in Eureka, and I have started to notice them now. Um, I'm not sure if before I thought that they were just piles of things that homeless people were leaving around, but... Sometimes you can find some really good things in the free piles. And a couple of weeks ago, I found quite a few things that were pretty amazing in the free pile. And I snatched them up and I brought them home and I cleaned them up and I listed them. And I have sold quite a few things from the free pile.
0: So, a new sourcing opportunity is the free piles the free that you pile. see around. The significance with the free pile that Jenna's. Is- Typically sourcing from those, it is a it is a, a family of resellers that live down the street from us, and I think that they're getting rid of their their old inventory, still inventory that's not working for them. Not sure, but hey, we're getting it for free. You know, they may not have seen a profit in it for them, but they paid the price, and we're getting them, we're listing them, and we are selling them. What are some of the things that you've sold out of the Free Piles?
1: Gosh, I sold some stuff um, like Cabbage Patch Kids. I sold a beautiful Blinko vase. I sold, um...
0: I forgot the vase just sold recently. The too, vase just it? sold
1: for full yeah. price, even though I put out some offers on it. No one, no one took it as an right. account, which was great. Um, there were some religious pieces that were in there. I've had quite a lot of people looking up the um, crucifix, but no one has purchased it yet. But I did sell a Holy Water font. Um, for your house. Um, so that got shipped out. And then most recently, I, I almost passed them up, but they were packages, several packages, of brand new solar curtains. Um, for What are those? Well, they like keep the heat in and block the cold and vice versa, I guess, if you leave them up in the summer.
0: So it's like aluminum foil for your windows? It's
1: like aluminum foil for your windows. And so they were so ugly, I thought, oh, I don't know. But, you know, there are a lot of people who um live in parts of the country where they just simply cannot afford their heating costs right now and i thought you know what let's just take a chance on these it'll only take a few minutes to list them we had several different sizes and we had one buyer pick up all three lots of them and they paid full price for the first two lots and then they asked for a little discount but only a couple dollars off on the third and so i said well sure no problem and um after it was all said and done. we made $32.98 on these solar curtains that I got in the free file.
0: <laughs> That's great. And I noticed that he was another reseller too, because he had over, thought he had thousands of reviews on his page. So
1: he did, but he didn't have everything listed for sale. So I think this person must just, they must buy a lot from eBay, but they could have a store, some like a brick and mortar store.
0: You know. Right. It's sure. been hard to find the uh, people's stores just by their username. Mm. I found it's pretty difficult. I could be it too. I'm sure there's a way to do it. Anyway, and they could be cross-listing around somewhere else. Buying them off of eBay and sourcing off of eBay and cross-listing somewhere else.
1: It does not bother me one little bit. Um, where the items go once I ship them.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, that's great. I love those new free balls. And then so, some of my sales update. So we went to a, state in a moving sale, and this lady was a Seahawks fan, and she had a ton of Seahawks stuff. And uh, the, we picked up a bunch of Seahawks stuff, which was really cool. And we just sold a Seahawks, Seattle Seahawks holiday banner for, we paid $2.38 for it. And we ended up selling it for $21 plus shipping. Now this, I got to talk to you about a little bit of a controversy topic. Uh Uh-oh. We've been getting dinged on social media for only making $20 and $30 profits on things.
1: Gosh, I mean, I wish I could be the people who made more than $20 or $30 in a transaction. I I think that's a great... Goal and I would love to pick up those items, but um yeah, I mean
0: You know, we've done it a few times on a couple of items, but I just don't see the the markup there. I don't see how they're doing it. That's crazy. I
1: mean, I think that they have an eye and we are still cultivating an eye, but um anywhere like twenty or thirty dollars of profit. And that's yeah. what I'm talking about after our costs and after the shipping and and even after the cost of any bubble wrap or Boxes um that we may have to buy, which is minimal at this point. Um I it certainly did not take me an hour to post no. one item. So um
0: I don't see how they're making over thirty dollars in profit. I just don't see consistently how they're picking up stuff and making thirty dollars in profit. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I think um dollars make or pennies make dollars and uh I'm happy to have twenty and thirty dollar sales. That doesn't bother yeah, at all.
0: I'm pretty cool with it too. Yeah. But That Jen's new free, new sourcing opportunity is free piles and mine. I'm going to look for moving sales because these guys are desperate to get rid of their stuff. They don't want to move across country. She
1: was and that there were a lot of new in their packaging items at that sale. In fact, we still have some Seattle Seahawks um, items that are brand new in our store. So if you are looking for something, you can search in our, in our store and see if there's something that we have, you might like to pick up.
0: Absolutely. Seattle Seahawks. Go Seahawks. No, we're not football fans, so we're not we're not on any team. That's for sure. But these are all these uh these were brand these are brand new too in package, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so y'all might have remembered if you've been longtime listeners, that I picked up a bunch of Christmas trees for a dollar each at at an estate sale, and I swear I would I wish I would have picked up all 450 of them that this oh lady' God. hatched I'm serious. These things sold like hotcakes.
1: Well, now we have a lot of Tupperware, so I'm glad we don't
0: have a lot of Christmas yeah. trees. <laughs> that was another, that was a missed opportunity for us not to pick up those trees for a buck a piece. Yeah. But we do have the Tupperware. And uh, so I finally sold my last Christmas tree. I think it's the last one out there. I
1: think it is. Yeah. yeah.
0: It was a light up Christmas tree. Paid a dollar for it. Ended up selling it for, I don't know, two or three bucks, but I was just happy to get it out of the inventory.
1: Yeah. None of those really made a profit more than like 5 or $6. So imagine what the people on social media would think about that.
0: Profit. Oh, they would be <laughs> horrible. Those are horrible profits.
1: She wastes her time making oh. $6. <laughs> Jeez. I think I have to compare it to an hourly rate at a job that I don't enjoy. Yeah. And so, um, you know.
0: Get to do all kinds of fun things and hang out with me all day. Yeah. Work for a guy like me. It's horrible. <laughs> All right, and the last one. This one was kind of exciting because it was one of the uh, one of the first items that I picked up. It was. It
1: goes way back. I don't know that like it's kind it goes way back. It's been sitting for a long time.
0: So in the beginning, when I was trying to figure out what's what to buy, what to source, what's going to have a profit, I picked up this little sunflower dish, and it was actually given us to her for given us for to us for free, right?
1: She did because we bought we bought another we bought a piece of Tupperware at that yard sale, and and um she just said, oh, you guys can just take. is
0: it had a little nick on it? yeah it. and you painted the nick and
1: when well, we did disclose it
0: yeah disclosed it and we ended up selling that thing for 12.99 plus shipping full price that's imagine crazy. my surprise i know mine too <laughs> i thought it was gonna be one of those things that would be given to a donating pile i know i know that's great all right thanks for hanging out with us with our uh with our sales we like to talk about ourselves because it's fun and it, it just gives a little bit of a a joy but we want to get in the meat and potatoes of what we are talking about today which is how to increase your holiday sales everybody talks about q4 like being slow i saw it all over all over social media and then they talk about it picking it up later on obviously as christmas comes around but we never saw a slowdown we just kept moving
1: we we never saw a slowdown things were pretty steady um but we sure did experience a pickup right after During that holiday weekend for Thanksgiving, we came back to quite a few orders to fulfill. And I spent hours packaging up. um,
0: Record no more orders. And a little tip there too. We, Jen put the store on holiday mode, vacation mode, but she was still accepting offers and buy it now. And we ended up having 18 sales when we got back home. So even though we're on vacation, which means that you don't have to adhere to your shipping policy or your one, three, five days, whatever it is. We're still able to make those sales and when we got home and took the store off of vacation mode, we're able to get those items out.
1: Yeah, and that was the type of vacation I didn't really mind doing a little bit of work while we were away. Certainly, there will be vacations where I definitely unplug completely and we are not available, but um, this time it was minimal. The distraction to our family time was low. I, You know, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal and it did leave us open for quite a few Orders um that came in, so I'm really glad that we did that, and I don't regret it at all.
0: No, neither do I. It was kind of cool seeing all those cells coming across our phones while we're sitting at like yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. We're out hiking. It was it was another ching ching ching.
1: Yeah, and our family was kind of cheering us on too, which was fun as yeah, well. <laughs>
0: exactly. All right. So the topic for today is like, we're going to be talking about Day of success, and how to set yourself up for success. So Jen, I think you got number one.
1: Sure, promotions and bundles. We've had. Not a ton of requests to bundle items together, but we've had it come up enough times that um, I feel like it it is a thing you know that people are looking for if they there's multiple things in your store that they would maybe like to pick up but get a little discount on each one of them or maybe a, a price break in shipping. I think um, they are a little bit more time consuming because they require quite a bit more communication with the the buyer but definitely worth it once you get all of those sales um totaled up you know and shipped out in the same box and then any kind of a promotion like um sending out a coupon if you have a store to people that could be to everyone or it could be to repeat buyers uh you know people who have purchased from you already you have the ability to do that or maybe a buy one like kind of like get one to attract more customers Um, that's not one that we have specifically done yet but um you know, as we approach Christmas, maybe that will become a tactic that we, yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah, I was a little freaked out when you were bundling your stuff in the Tupperware. I'm like, no, we, we need to make more profit on these. But I saw your strategy that you were putting like like items together, that you were seeing that were bundled together.
1: And I think it also cultivates a good relationship with people who are collectors and you know, we don't know exactly still what all we have. And so there have definitely been a couple of people who are specifically interested in certain types of the Tupperware, certain lines or um, design styles or colors. And so, um, you know, those people have had a good interaction with us now. And so I'm hopeful that that as we continue to um, add things to our store, that they will either see them or that I've, I've made a deal with a couple people that is, if i see them I'll, you know i'll message them which i'm happy to do so as long that's as i can good. remember
0: <laughs> that's good networking you know people are screaming at their phones right now because we still don't know all the inventory that we have out there they're, they're probably like why don't you just take a weekend and go through everything just
1: don't feel like it's worth the time to sit down and do it that way um i appreciate the thought behind that idea um I think I just have gently released that it's not for me. Still, like I'm just I'm not going to waste the time to do that because in the end, to me, it really doesn't matter.
0: It's my store and I'm gonna do the inventory however I want and it. No. The
1: lovely thing I'm getting to be your own boss. You get to do things your way. You don't have to listen to anyone else.
0: So. And we're still blowing it out of the water. So I'm yeah, totally cool. happy with it. All right. So number two is identify the trending products. So pretty easy. Christmas time comes around. You wanna pick up you want to be picking up Christmas stuff. You want to be selling Christmas stuff. Halloween comes around, you want to pick it up Halloween, selling Halloween stuff. But a little bit deeper into this one is, well, you you need to start starting to source these seasonal products throughout the whole year. Don't just wait until holiday season comes around and then start buying them. But source them throughout the year. It does require you to hold on to your inventory a little bit more, but that's no big deal. And then during the holiday season, Refresh those listings, man. Get them back up to the top of your page. Do sell similars, whatever you need to do to, to do that stuff. And then also, yeah, learning what's hot for the year. Like cabbage patch is hot right now again, right? I guess so. No, <laughs> it's not.
1: Hot. I'm not sure.
0: But like just for an example, back in the day cabbage patch was really hot. So obviously you wanted to be selling cabbage kids and stuff like that.
1: That's three so, we listed sold within like 48 hours of listing them. Yeah, so I know.
0: <laughs> But we have three baby Yodas, and the Mandalorian season two has already come out, and they're not going at all. So
1: I think it's- Toys for Tots is about to get those. Oh, I, <laughs> I think this week.
0: <laughs> but anyway, find the hot find the hot items this year, this year. It's, it's as easy as a quick Google search. If you don't have kids, you don't know what's hot right now. Just do a quick Google search: what's hot for 2023 and Christmas, and then you'll know what items are pretty hot. But always, Christmas decorations are always a good idea to pick up.
1: For sure. Or anything that is um, hostess related, like hospitality is really important to people and they pick up new things from their home and their kitchen and they're having parties and guests and, you know, people are picking up hostess gifts and things of that nature. So I started a new category in our store. Uh, we've had vintage Tupperware for ages but I went back through all of our inventory and I pulled everything that might make a good Christmas present, might make a good hostess gift, something that you might want to buy for your own hospitality in your home. Um, everything that was red or green, you know, right. that could definitely be used as a Christmas decoration. Definitely. Maybe some of the things aren't specifically Christmas, but um, could, could be good for Christmas. And I, and I put those all together so that people can shop that way too
0: Cool. I like that idea of seasonal stuff and hostess stuff. I never would have thought about hostess stuff. All right. You got the next one. What's the next one?
1: Engage with your customers. Um, You know, respond as promptly as you can. And I know this time of the year is busy even when you're not working. But this is the time of the year where you can really have that good customer service relationship that you build with people. I think if you are a hero to them or you can get something shipped out quick enough for them to give it. Um, to use for a party or to give it as a gift. I think people remember that and are more likely to become repeat buyers. And so, um, you know, I, we like to have specific working hours, but this is the time of the year to to be a little bit more flexible. I feel like everybody is looking for everyone to be just a little bit more flexible at this time of the year. And so um, that just might mean that you take a rest at the beginning of the year, which we plan to do and um, so now I know I'm going to be working more and harder right now, but I've got a good break coming that I can anticipate. So and then also just um, including a little note, like a little card or um, a little um, business card or maybe even like a little Christmas card at this time of the year or a holiday card um, if you don't celebrate Christmas. And... um perhaps even for those really large orders or those repeat people or the people that you know collect something maybe you just sneak a little extra something into their box like a little token of appreciation i've only done that once before and i thought for sure that the lady would mention it in the review but she didn't so i'm not sure that, uh, that made a difference or not but i
0: did sell i did see that that one person left a note on the carving knife that we sold oh really yeah
1: no I, that wasn't it um it was somebody who collected sheerly elegant and i She purchased so many bowls and so many different pieces and we had so many of these just like acrylic tongs that go with those bowls and some of my listing had tongs listed with them but the one that she bought didn't and so I just stuck it in for her like as a little like with a little note like thank you for your gigantic order and you know for us that probably was only like a one dollar not even a one dollar item in the end um. But I just kind of thought that it would be nice to give her the coordinating things yeah. for her
0: salad bowl, you know. You were definitely fantastic at engaging with the customers. I know I had to have a conversation with you not too long ago <laughs> to have business hours yeah. because somebody is seriously working her tail off on the stuff. Yeah. But something I admire about you at the store that you do so much better than when I was doing it is your customer engagement and your listing and uh, the different things in the, in the communication between the customers. Man, you're amazing at that night. I was horrible.
1: I wouldn't say that you were horrible at it, Mike. You were, you were quite personable and very people-y. Um, I
0: no, but I'm one, one, or, one or two <laughs> word answers, and you're like, oh, well, look at this, and this is how this goes, and this, oh, thank you so much, and yeah. you're just really nice in your responses.
1: You know, with everything, I just try to ap- approach any work or any job that I do um, with, like, a heart of being a servant or trying to be helpful for the people, yeah. and so... You know, that comes out of a ministry background. Like if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it with excellence. And that includes the way that I treat people. And I know that not everyone would probably appreciate, you know, long answers. I did sense that with one lady. She, I kept sending her lots of like wonderful responses and hers were very clipped and short. And so Mike's like, I think she doesn't like it. I'm like, "Eh, that's okay. Not everybody has to like my long responses, but I would rather um, kill people with kindness. So
0: my favorite one was we had a item, and this guy put a, uh, gave us an offer on it. It was kind of a lowball offer, and we just declined his offer. And he was like, "What? No, no, uh, no counter offer?" And I'm like, "Oh, geez, okay, maybe we should make a counter offer on this." <laughs> but that was my favorite one. He's like, "What? What's up, dude? No counter offer on this?" Yeah,
1: and we had one just the other day. Um, we listed of something um that we had that was i wasn't sure about it when i listed it and i priced it a little high and within 24 hours two of them sold right away and then we got a, a third but it was a it was an offer and it was it was kind of a lowball offer and i was like well we just sold two for full price i'm not very inclined to offer very much of a discount so when i responded back to him i took one dollar off and i explained to him that we had um already sold two at full price and in the spirit of of making a counter offer that i was going to give like yeah. extend him back a dollar off but um you know i really wasn't very inclined right. to to offer much of a discount on that
0: yeah that's hard to stay at top rated seller you know you have to you have to accept offers or have offers accepted on yeah. and but when you're selling stuff within 24 hours i am not up to sell them either not when you're selling them for full price
1: But a dollar i feel
0: like did he end up taking it
1: he did and then there's a little bungle with his order so i'm waiting to hear how that he i've messaged him and he has not responded back i think he accidentally purchased two um and that will be fine i'd be more than happy to cancel his order for him and relist it because um you know those
0: were quick sellers i just wish he would respond quickly (laughs) that's a So my my next one is kind of uh, along the lines of uh, what I talked about earlier, but it's uh, sourcing the inventory. Um, sourcing, sourcing inventory, but what I wanted to talk about was early in the season. So like right after Christmas, everything goes on sale, right? All the Christmas junk, I mean stuff, excuse me, all the Christmas stuff goes on sale. <laughs> and so it's a great time to go over to Kohl's, pick it up, and looking at – just a Walmart, all the other retail, do do some retail arbitrage and pick some of the stuff up that's marked 75, 50% off. Pick it up and hold on to it until next year. It's a great opportunity for you to pick some stuff up.
1: You definitely can. Just be buyer beware that a lot of the stores have moved to a policy where um, when things are like on their yellow ticket, major price slash, that they're no longer available for return. Um there for a while, I noticed that people were buying something specifically from um, TJ Maxx, and then they were listing them, and then when they weren't selling them within that 90-day window, they were returning them to the store, and I think the stores have caught on and are, have done away with um, you getting a return. Even if you have a receipt, there's usually a, a window, so... Um, if your idea was to list it and then if it didn't sell to take it back, you might have a little bit of a shock coming to you because you would not be able to return certain items gotcha. at certain stores. I know that Kohl's and TJ Maxx definitely have, they have changed their policies within the last couple of years because of people doing that.
0: And just do it on the up and up. Don't worry about doing that kind of back stuff. Okay, so this next one I want to talk about, it's going to be more of a little conversation piece. Uh, we're not going to talk about bundling deals like that, but we're going to talk about we, I, I got this idea. I saw this idea and I don't know how you feel about it. So I want to have this conversation with you. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. your idea. <laughs> no. So what do you think about offering wrapping services with what you buy? Uh, the eBay?
1: Well, that's interesting that you say that because at one point in my life, I worked for a Hallmark um, gift store, like a greeting card store. And one of my responsibilities was
0: gift wrapping. Right. Amazon gift wraps. You know, a lot of people gift wrap.
1: I didn't know that that was a thing that we could offer. Is it it's like a button that we can
0: turn on? It's not a button, but I think you can put it in the listing. Like, uh, we will gift wrap for X, X amount of dollars or something like that, or free gift. Yeah, or, no, you would just adjust the price and say free gift wrapping in the title, I assume. I don't.
1: I'm not sure exactly, but you've seen people are doing this?
0: Yeah, it's a thing on uh, when I was researching for this episode.
1: Right on. Um... I wouldn't mind doing it. Uh,
0: you think it would add a lot of time to your listings, though?
1: I mean, it could, yeah. It was, yeah. No, could. The, the list, making the listings themselves. If it were just a button where we can edit to turn it on for the season and then turn it off right after Christmas, I would be more inclined to, yeah. to go with that idea. Um, but certainly if anybody reached out to me, I would be
0: very happy to do that for them anyhow. like. <laughs> no don't say that <laughs> no no. Like, no jen did not just say that out loud like you cannot price for the thing like, you cannot ask for gift wrapping from the fingers podcast <laughs> ebay store it's not gonna happen no it's not no it's not <laughs> all right i thought that that was kind of clever though so i wanted to bring that one up all right so uh another one that i wanted to talk about and some of you may cringe on this one, but it is using social media. So utilize social media to advertise your holiday, your holiday stores or your holiday day gifts on the listings And something that I wanted to check out and you can tell us if we if it is already a thing down in the comments below, but is utilizing Facebook marketplace. So can you copy your eBay listing and paste it in the Facebook marketplace and it, and it, and it pops up as an eBay listing. I'm not sure. I haven't checked that out. I kind of stay away from Facebook Marketplace as far as I can. Cause I just don't I don't like the idea of people coming to my house to buy and stuff. I don't like that We're doing that. No. I know. I <laughs> know. I don't like the idea of going to somebody else's like in you know, a parking lot or something like that either. It's just, and I'm doing so well on eBay, I don't want really to go anywhere else.
1: We have friends that do that and they'll meet in a parking lot to, you know, to do a transaction, but I know that they have been burned several times, where they've taken the time to set up a meeting, and then they go, and then the people don't show up, and it's a frustration. So, I think um, not so much for me on that
0: one. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be doing that. But use your social media.
1: I know, and I do wish that um, in the next in the coming weeks that you would advertise our Christmas holiday shop category in our store on social media. I think that that has good potential.
0: Absolutely, hundred percent. So I know it's taken me a long, long time to learn how to utilize social media and get good on social media. And I think I'm pretty proficient overall, pretty much all over the platforms. So I know I'm comfortable with it. If you are hesitant about it, we all know how to post. If you are any kind of a, if you're living in the year 2023, you know how to post something. And it's just that easy. Either copy and paste your link of your eBay store, or just make a post that says, I have an eBay store and I have a ton of Christmas stuff on there. Hit me up if you want to know where my store is or whatever it is. And you can direct them to the place or you can sell things that way, but it's an untapped market. You have a number of friends on Facebook and your social medias. So utilize that social media. If you want to increase your sales. don't just rely on eBay's promoted listings and advertising itself. What do you got? You got the last one.
1: Oh. (laughs) And our last one is timely shipping. You guys, when people are buying stuff at this time of the year, they need it to go out quick. Um, There is a reason why they're shopping, and those things are present. So let's make sure that we have, you know, overnight shipping turned on as an option for them. Um, When we are sending things out, that we are doing it as quick as we can. I know that I have taken to making a kind of mid-morning post post office run to drop things off and then usually we have our post office um, worker uh, come by at about 3 or 3 30 in the afternoon so there's kind of a second chance for that next wave of orders that come in so I'm really trying my hardest to stay on top of getting things shipped out and we are consistently seeing people's feedbacks mention the quickness of our our shipping and are handling the processing yes. of it and so i think that that is really important for people it takes um not at very much effort to just get it done and i think
0: people appreciate it so exactly and to go along with that jen can kind of give me a cheat sheet on delivery gi- delivering gifts on time it's the re- recommended shipping dates from the usps us yeah usps yeah, UPS and USPS are just too close together. Too
1: close.
0: <laughs> I know. So the USPS shipping guidelines are, if you're going to go ground advantage, you want to get it out by December 16th. If you want to go priority mail service, you need to get it out by December 18th. And then if you're doing priority mail express service, you need to get it out or into the into after the post office by December 20th. So what that means is get those, buy those, get your gifts Buy those dates to the post office and that'll ensure that they're here uh on time for Christmas. Yeah,
1: that's important for people.
0: It is. All right, that wraps it about up for our our ideas during the holiday season. I hope you found them extra helpful. And then there was a couple there was there was a couple of bonus items, but we have one bonus item left. And it's festive festivize your listings. So yeah, I noticed you. Have you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, I think that people sometimes need a little inspiration to understand what they could use your thing for. And so I had a lot of things that in my head, I thought, man, this would make a great stocking stuffer. Nice. And so I went ahead and I put that in the listing or yeah. yeah, or certain things that I knew, like, man, if I was hosting a Christmas party or if I was going to have any kind of a holiday party, I would love to have this item Um, So go ahead and let people know like hostess gift or um, holiday party. If it's a good thing for that, like let people let people see that in your in your titles of your listings.
0: That's awesome. All right. That's about it. And uh, thanks for listening to the Pickers Podcast. We appreciate it. And if you would, if you jump over to Apple Podcasts and leave leave us a review over there, it's five stars. That would be greatly appreciated. It uh, cycles up, uh, us up in the algorithm with that and gets our, gets our podcast out there more. And you can follow us on our social medias, at Pickers Podcast. Or over on X, Pickers Podcast was taken, so I had to get Podcast Pickers. But you can still find us, and we have that recognizable logo that you can find on there. So, are you ready for some Tupperware updates, Jen? I would love some Tupperware okay. Ready for these updates.
1: It's been so busy with the Tupperware. No, it has since, been. Since Thanksgiving, since we've been gone.
0: So if you're new to the show, Jennifer and I have the opportunity to level up our store in a massive way. We're a very small store getting started. And a friend had a storage unit that they were selling that was full of vintage, new, old stock Tupperware still in the box. And we ended up picking it up for a thousand dollars. It cost us nine hundred dollars to go pick it up. So that's trailer, gas, hotel, all that kind of stuff. So we're in we're all in on this thing. It was billed to us as five hundred pieces of Tupperware, but we're well over five hundred pieces of Tupperware sold. Yes. So we're thinking it's more like a thousand pieces of Tupperware. So that means that we picked all this up for one dollar per piece. Probably. Pro- right around that, or less. <laughs> so we're happy to announce, and are you guys ready for this? We're happy to announce we finally broke even. We have uh, we've made over nineteen hundred dollars on the Tupperware so far. It's now that, a relief. I know, and that that's profit. That's nineteen hundred dollars profit. That's not nineteen hundred dollars in sell. That's nineteen hundred dollars minus eBay fees that would have went into our po- pocket. But obviously, we had to pay our overhead with $1,900. I
1: feel so good. I know. To to recoup the money for it and to still see so much product
0: left to be sold. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was really worried that I'd made a bad investment decision on this one, but I'm so happy I made this choice. All right. So as of recording this podcast, we have netted $2,275.45. Yay! I know. So- And that's up from $720.76 from the last one. And that is after eBay fees. So shipping labels, ads, all that kind of stuff. So that makes us uh, minus that from the $1,900 that we paid. And we are $375 profit, finally. Profit, pure profit. Did you did you factor
1: in my gigantic role of um, bubble wrap, Mike? Uh, bubble wrap? Did you order from the Bubble Boy? I did rob, order from the Bubble Boy. Um, thanks to the Not Bad um, account that we follow. Like they that Chris they have,
0: over at the Bearded Thrifter. Bearded, yeah. yeah.
1: The Chris over at the Bearded Thrifter uh, talks about the bubble wrap that they have a lot. And so I did my own research. I went out and looked and... Wow, you really can get a good price on bubble wrap. Do do you want me to show you the gigantic roll of bubble wrap?
0: I'll throw the picture up on the screen with you looking through the hole. It's so big. Nice.
1: Um. So I guess we won't have to buy that for a while.
0: (laughs) I know. Now it's now it's what are we going to do with that? I think we need to. We really need to buy some material and do a construction project in our spare bedroom. I know. You and I are going to have to share an office, which is hard. Because I have meetings. I have meetings all the time. That, that's definitely not going to work. It's going to have to work because this stuff cannot just stay all over our house anymore. Oh goodness. It has to go into a spare bedroom. So we're just going to do a, we're going to bite the bullet, take out the bookshelves and we're going to do a construction project in there. But anyway, Angie, you're not looking forward to that. There's like a non, there's a silence in their room in here. We all know that won't be happening. Yes, it so, will. And it will be happening soon. So we sold 139 listings. That's not 139 individual pieces, mm-hmm. but that's that's some bulked items or some bundled items. But that is up 41 listings since our last episode. So 20 listings a week we've been selling. which is, Been a lot? Yeah, it's a lot. It's mm-hmm. great. And that bumps us up too. Our average net profit has bumped up from $15.86 from per transaction to... $16.37 per transaction. Nice. That's, that's I wonderful. That. I know. It's and that's great. just
1: the Tupperware, not the
0: other things. Yeah, correct. That's just Tupperware alone. Because
1: we're also making money off of that free pile stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, the free pile stuff and all the other inventory that we add, too.
1: And really, the way I separate it in my brain is when we make money on the free pile stuff, I've sort of been like um, washing it out with the few purchases that we've needed to make, like the bubble wrap. And I did have to buy some boxes Mm -hmm. and some some little mailers. So I kind of thought, well, you know, like free pile stuff's kind of paying for that. So, I mean, it all goes into the same pot, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just the profit is paying for that stuff. And we source a lot of our own boxes anyways. So it's not like we've been spending a lot of money on our overhead. The bubble wrap was the big one.
1: And it was only like $30. For a gigantic roll.
0: Yeah, hopefully that's gonna last for a while. Hopefully, you don't package like Amazon and FedEx or whoever those other guys were.
1: (laughs) I refuse to package like this.
0: Like Optimum, the uh, HSA card people, like put one little aspirin box in like a 24 by 24 box. It was insane. That's wild. It was insane. All right, so it is time for trivia. Jen, I've got trivia for you. Awesome. It's Christmas trivia. I love Christmas. Bah ball humbug. I mean, okay, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number one. There is a famous Christmas song called Jingle Bells. Sure. Do you know it? Yeah. (laughs) So what is the sleigh that is mentioned in that song?
1: A one-horse sleigh.
0: Yes. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) One for one. Got it. That was an easy one, softball. So you're a plant first. What's that? They're gonna get hard. Yeah, they're getting harder. <laughs> so I know that you're a plant person. And you like it. You have a Christmas cactus. It's actually a Thanksgiving cactus. Oh, okay. I didn't know it did at
1: Thanksgiving and there's there's different ones and I have a Thanksgiving cactus, not not a
0: Christmas cactus.
1: Christmas cactuses bloom at Christmas time. Thanksgiving cactuses bloom at Thanksgiving.
0: And I don't think that's the way mother nature works. I think it just blew it. It doesn't really take a month. Clear. I looked it up. Really? Yeah. It says, oh, it's Thanksgiving. It's turkey time. I'm going to come out. <laughs> no? Okay. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so you're a plant person. So what plant is often associated with Christmas time and it's known for a red and green leaves?
1: Oh, see, I thought you were going to trick me and I thought it was mistletoe, but that is holly, like yeah. a holly berry.
0: Has red and green leaves. Red
1: and green? Leaves. Not very. Poinsettia?
0: No, That is a red flower.
1: Gosh. Red and green leaves?
0: Yes. I'm afraid I don't think I know that. I was stumped on this one too, but you said the right answer the first time. It's mistletoe.
1: Mistletoe has colorful leaves?
0: Yeah, and I guess green. so. I thought they were green too, but okay. apparently when you take them off the tree, they start dying and they must turn red. I mean, I've purchased fresh mistletoe and it was green. I know. It's always been green to me too. <laughs> but the correct answer is mistletoe, and I'm sure I'm going to find a picture of red and green leaves that are going to come up on the screen right about there. I feel
1: like I should get half credit
0: for that one. Half credit because you said the right answer. The and it said
1: all of the other Christmas-related plants too, Michael.
0: <laughs> yeah, Exactly. <laughs> You didn't name off every single one. <laughs> All right, half credit. So you got 1.5 out of two. Okay. Number three. This one's gonna be the most difficult, but it is multiple choice. Oh. What country is credited with the tradition of placing presents in a sock and hanging up by the fireplace?
1: I think I know this. What are what are my
0: choices? So your choices are: A, the early settlers to cheer up spoiled kids. Okay. A. The Netherlands, because they didn't know what else to do with their socks when they started wearing wooden shoes. Or C, Russians started doing it because it's so cold up there. All their Christmas presents were frozen and they needed a way to thaw them out.
1: Oh, no. I thought it was, I thought it was from St. Nick. And I thought it was like German origin. Um, Spoiled kids with settlers or... Russians that are cold, or what was the third one?
0: The Netherlands, they they needed something to do with their socks since when they started w- wearing wooden shoes.
1: How wouldn't you wear socks with wooden shoes?
0: I don't understand. You no, know, you go, you wear you you go barefoot in wooden shoes, don't you? i seems cold.
1: um The Netherlands I, I is think, never. Cold. I think none of the above. What? I, it's got to be here. I think it's a trick question.
0: You know, I don't think so.
1: um, I guess I'll go with the wooden shoes.
0: With the with the Netherlands. <laughs> ding ding ding! The Netherlands is correct. <laughs> yes. It is, uh, but you you were on to something with the Saint Nick thing.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad I yeah, got right. completely.
0: Yeah, just... I wish I had my notes still up there for that one, but so it was well researched there, Michael. It was. It was very well researched. I'm glad that you got the correct answer. All right, so you got 2.5 out of 3. That is a passing score for trivia, Christmas trivia.
1: All right, fellow pickers, go find your treasure one story at a time.
0: And remember, it's not reselling if you're not hanging those stockings by the fireplace.